Fans of the Dynasty Invest podcast, if you feel like there was one particular episode in the back catalogue in the anthology of Dynasty Invest podcast episodes that really, really, really was massively valuable to you, feel free to share that with a fellow dental colleague who's in a similar position so their understanding of finance can be elevated and they can hit the next level of financial success in their life. Also, as well as that, if you could take two seconds to rate and review this podcast, it would mean the world to me. What that would mean is that it drives this podcast further in terms of reach so that more dentists across the world can be able to benefit from the knowledge contained therein. Welcome. Welcome. Welcome to the Dentists Who Invest podcast. What's up, everyone? Welcome to the Dentists Who Invest podcast. And this episode is a little bit a unique one it's unique for two reasons one because it's episode number 100 and number two because it's a solo episode it's a little bit of a soulful episode it's an episode where i'm going to talk about myself going to talk about my journey going to talk about uh, what what led me to create density invest the lessons that i learned good and bad along the way sharing some wisdom and i hope that this episode is somewhat inspirational i hope that there's some things in there that help the people who are listening i hope there's some gems that people can take away and use themselves maybe there will be maybe there won't be who knows all i do know is that for me i really wanted to create something that definitively told the story of density investing how it came about and how it started and why i created it and the history behind it because it actually came out of a place that at the time was not really so much of a good situation. However, looking back on it, it really was one of those situations, make or break, sink or swim, that that shaped me and that propelled me and caused me to have the motivation to go and do something else. So all be revealed as the episode goes on. And like I say, I just really hope that there's something in there for someone there's something in there for someone who's listening that will be useful um, for the listeners and also some facts and gems and things that you can take forward and use in your life. So let's go all the way back to the beginning and let's go back to myself uh, just as a young boy. I, I, I don't, you know, for me personally, I was more someone who was into maths numbers and what have you uh when i did my a levels my top a level mark was in mathematics it was only really through my cousin that inspired me to become a dentist she was a dentist herself or a dental student and she said you know james you should really think about a career in dentistry the reason is because you get to work with people it's related to science there's math chucked in there too there is art and creativity in there also and I really feel like it's a nice melting pot of all of those traits and it's a unique blender combination contained within one profession so I thought all right well this sounds good let's go ahead and apply for dentistry and I always knew that it was it was difficult it wasn't an easy career to progress in but I wanted something that would challenge me and it was those combinations that combination of factors that made me want to go ahead and pursue that career. I wouldn't say I really had a calling or a passion per se to be a dentist. I liked 
the characteristics of the career. I like that unique blend of that unique blend of traits, I suppose. And that was what made me go for it. And I went to university. I, I, I did my five years at dental school. I was probably not really the most applied student. I didn't really put much more effort in above and beyond what I had to do for those first few years. To me, anything above that seemed like a waste of time. It was just about getting the pass mark and that was it. I had a little bit of a mindset change in my fourth year and my fifth year where I thought to myself, okay, I really need to up my game. I really need to put in the extra hours to to be able to succeed, um, particularly if I want to pass and also do well. So I started to get better grades in fourth and fifth year. Um, I realized that I actually quite liked dentistry somewhere along the line. When I got out into the real world, being an FD, I I did dentistry. I, 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 I practiced dentistry in Rotherham. Um, it was difficult at the start. I wouldn't say that I really enjoyed it necessarily a great deal. Um, I, I, I did realize through time that I liked it, but it's not without not without some pushing, not without some application before I got to that stage. I then moved to Leeds to to do to, when I got my first real job in an NHS practice on the outskirts of Leeds. And it was around about this time that I, number one, got even more into my dentistry. Um, I really think that when you're out there doing it on your own, you learn so much. And in this practice, I was just out of FD and I was on my own and I just had to learn, basically. So I had to apply myself. Um, I certainly was way out of my depth. I knew just enough to get to get by, to get by, basically. And I knew just enough to succeed. Um, around about this time, I also began to read and learn about investing because of a failed endeavor into Bitcoin, into investing in Bitcoin. It didn't go so well, particularly in the short term, or at least I didn't perceive it to go so well. And that's what caused me to begin and read and learn about money. This was in 2018. And for me personally, I've always been that person. Whenever I get into something, I get into it. You know, there's no half measures. If I'm going to do it, I'm going to do it right. I think there's that Abraham Lincoln quote, which goes something along the lines of whatever you are, be a good one. And I definitely think that that applies to me that's somewhere in my psyche insofar as anytime I ever get into something I'll always do it with 110% application and there was no exception when it came to reading and learning about investing you know it wasn't it wasn't half in half out one foot in one foot out it was in for a penny and for a pound more like and so when I say obsession what I mean is constantly reading books on it learning about it learn about how finance works learn about how crypto works because you can only really get so far into learning about crypto before you realize that you actually need to learn about finance as well on a deeper level. Interestingly, when you distill what you actually need to know in terms of investing in terms of how to invest your money, it's actually not really that much to it. It's more a mindset. It's more how you perceive it or how you look at it. It's pretty straightforward. You can educate yourself when you have the real essence of what investing is about in front of you, it's probably about a 30 to 40 minute reading. It's just being able to find that information. So anyway, that's what happened to me. I went through that. Um, At no real point did I ever twig that this information would actually be useful to someone else aside from me. Um, And so progressed through, through uh, the years 
you know, doing that, you know, obviously a dentist first and foremost and reading about investing on the side for every book that I read and invest. And I always read a book on dentistry as well. So dentistry was not something that I wasn't disinterested in either. I really, I enjoyed my dentistry. You know, people say to me, you must have really disliked dentistry that you went off and learned about all these other things. And I think, and I always say to them, no, it was never like that. I, it was just a happy coincidence, so to speak. And so through doing that, that was fine. That was going on in the background. My, my fortune started to improve in the crypto world when I realized there was actually a technique to it, how to do that. And so about a year after that, I was playing football and I had the worst football injury of all time. I tore my ACL, got a real hard kick to the side uh, of the knee, um, real hard kick to the side of the knee. And what that meant was that I heard this massive snap and it turned out that I tore my ACL. And for anybody who doesn't know what that means, uh, long story short is it means you need to have surgery on your knee and rehabilitation. So I learned this to my horror the next day. I, I, I remember this happened in Sheffield. It happened at about 8 p.m. on the, a Thursday evening. That was the day that I played football. And this happened. I had to get the train back from Sheffield to Leeds because I figured that I might as well be in A&E close to my home rather than in another city. Um, so came back to Leeds, stayed in, went into A&E, uh, they did an x-ray diagnostics, whatever. They actually said that there was nothing wrong, but they, they did say that we need to, I need to come back to see a specialist so they could give me more information. Um, when I got back home, it was like six in the morning. I was so jumped up on adrenaline. I just went to work basically. And I went into work. We happened to have a physio in our dental practice and he had a look at my knee and he said, you know, really you need surgery on this thing, which was a bit stunning to me I wasn't expecting that at all and I thought oh my goodness what a faff and now I have to do this so that was that kind of made do with my knee couldn't really walk so great got a cast uh was able to was able to move around uh however it's pretty constantly in pain um there was this low level throbbing ache at all times I I I couldn't wait to the day that I had surgery to get this corrected so that happened, that was in like September 2019, um, then got through to about February, March 2020, everybody knows what happened then, coronavirus, that was absolutely nuts, just one day, just got a text from my boss and he said, listen, we're going to close the practice until further notice, and that was that, so out of a job, um, went to, went, stayed in my, you know, was confined to my house for about two, three months, I used this time to double down on my investment knowledge even more, read and learn um, more and more information so that I could bolster that even still because I figured to myself, there's no point learning about dentistry at this point because who knows what dentistry is going to look like whenever this thing's all over. Um, so I thought to myself, you've read enough books on that, just go and learn more about investing. Learn, go and learn more about the thing that will complement your dentistry more than anything else, which will give you another skill set which was probably one of the best decisions that I ever made because what it meant was that I'd increased that knowledge to a level that was higher even still, that I knew even more. And I, I really get, I could really, was really at the point where I was proud of what I knew on that subject. So that was that. July time, July, August time came whenever the world dentistry started in the UK started to open up again. So I went back to work 
Around about that time, I also received word that I could have surgery on my knee. So I thought, okay, let me just get this over and done with. Let's get it sorted. Went to have a surgery on my knee. Came back from work. Came back to work. The surgeon said, have six weeks off. Be sensible. You're in a job that's quite active. You're up and about. You're moving around. And what it means for you is that you need to take it easy or else you'll find that you damage your knee. And the surgery will not fully take effect. The surgery will not work. You need to rest it. Real quick, guys, I've put together a special report for dentists entitled The Seven Costly and Potentially Disastrous Mistakes That Dentists Make Whenever It Comes to Their Finances. Most of the time, dentists are going through these issues and they don't even necessarily realize that they're happening until they have their eyes opened. And that is the purpose of this report. You can go ahead and receive your free report by heading on over to www.dentistinvest.com forward slash podcast report. Or alternatively, you can download it using the link in the description. This report details these seven most common issues. However, most importantly, it also shows you how to fix them. I'm really looking forward to hearing your thoughts. Now, he also said that at a very minimum, that two weeks would be the very least that someone could even consider returning to work. However, he recommended six. And so... To myself, as a young, foolhardy man, I thought, okay, well, if he says it's two weeks, it'll probably take me about one because I'm going to recover pretty fast because I'm young and I'm good. So really, it should be one. However, I'm going to go two as a precaution in my mind, which is just absolutely nuts. What was I even thinking? So that was that. You know, that was definitely naiveness on my part. I went back to work. I went back to work two weeks after the surgery. It was, I was there for a while. Knee was swelling up, was getting worse. I I felt that as well in that particular practice, there was a bit of a long-standing, I, w- I would say that I did not quite click with a few people who are very senior, you know, in in terms of managing that practice. I don't think they treated me particularly well. I don't think they treated others particularly well. It it wasn't a particularly nice environment to work. It was something that I'd been meaning to do for a while was leave that practice. Um, And, you know, this is the thing. I, 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 I think that that's fair to say that we didn't quite click and, you know, it's, it's always going to be one of those situations where maybe they perhaps felt that I'm sure they probably felt the same about me. It just wasn't a working relationship that was healthy for all of us. That was my opinion. Now the thing about opinions is that they're not necessarily always going to be the, 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 the objective, the objective given truth. Um, There's always going to be a certain degree of subjectiveness there. And that's true of anyone's opinion. And that was certainly how I felt. Um, uh, that, that was something that had been going on for a while. I mean, there were people in my family who were encouraging me to take that leap to go somewhere else. And when I went back after those two weeks and I could just see that I wasn't being appreciated for the fact that I went back a lot earlier than I should have done. 
that was the final nail in the coffin. And I just thought to myself, I just don't see this working. I don't think this is worth it for me. I don't think that what I'm doing is being reciprocated and appreciated. Therefore, I can't see this going forwards anymore. And that was a, a bit of a leap for me to leave that practice. I I think it's fair to say that it was the best thing for everyone involved, uh, not least given because of my knee. And then I, I found myself in a situation where I needed more time off now just after coronavirus. I need more time off to recover. And so what happened was I actually got in touch with the surgeon and the surgeon said to me, you know, you've pushed it now. You need more time because my knee was in a right state at this point. It had calmed down, but it was resurging now in terms of how much it was swollen. It was getting worse. It had regressed significantly. So the surgeon said, listen, you've had a setback. Now you need three months off if you want this thing to heal properly. And so this time I thought to myself, right, well, I'll take his advice this time on this particular occasion, given that last time it didn't work out so well. So I learned my lesson, definitely, and I learned never to question someone who's in that scenario. Again, to take the surgeon's advice. Don't be like me. Don't be young and foolhardy and naive. And um, I definitely learned that lesson the hard way. So I found myself all of a sudden in, the, in my house, uh, three months with literally nothing to do. Um, apart from read more and investing and get more into finance. And I thought to myself, okay, well, let's do that. There's, there's, there's never going to be any, there can only be upside to doing that. And, and whilst I'm doing that, let me create something. Let me do something a little different. You know, let's have some fun. Let's make a Facebook group and let's see if there's anybody else out there who shares my interest in finance, who's a dentist, let's make it specifically for dentists. And how I'd envisage the group going was I'd envisage that there might be a couple hundred people joining it. And I thought, all right, let's go ahead and make this thing. What's a good name? What's a good name? What will make it obvious what it is? Yet it's also still catchy and it it's it is within the character constraints of Facebook name, group name titles. And I I can't remember how I came up with it, but I came up with Dentsu Invest. And I made this group and I almost thought to myself, surely there's got to be another group for finance for dentists that's out there 100%. Um, uh, it, it almost seemed like it was so obvious that there would be something that catered for this in the dental world. And the answer is there is. Uh, there's another group in America that does a similar thing, but nothing in the UK, certainly. So I made this group. Next thing I knew, there was more people than I'd originally anticipated who had joined it. Um, there was, instead of maybe a few hundred people, there was a few thousand people. And then I thought, whoa, we're really on to something here. We're really on to something. And then what that meant was that I was making content for the group and people were joining, find out more, become interested in it. And then it grew and grew and grew. And effectively the thing expanded and it, 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 it really surprised everyone, even myself, which was really cool and definitely a real pinch myself and blessed experience. And I'm super grateful that the universe, I suppose, smiled upon me in that way in that time where things were definitely definitely not looking so fortuitous is one way of putting it. So that happened. Then over the course of the next few months, I 
grew the group, made content for it, really, really started pushing it forwards and growing it the second that I realized that there was something there. Interestingly, some people reached out to me who said that, you know, he said that if if the, if I wanted, we could expand the group even more. And there's real scope there to make it some sort of community in which there is maybe some sort of subscription model or courses or something. And we could channel that, 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 those, that, that remuneration back into it to grow it even further still for those that were interested in being educated to a higher standard and having more focused curated content, i.e. courses. And then I thought to myself, wow, this is something that I never even really thought was possible. And so I, I, I began to work with those people. They helped me. They helped me show me, they helped show me what was possible. They helped show me another dimension to it that I'd never even really considered from the start that it could be some sort of platform. This it could be some sort of platform with really high level curated content on investing and not just the numbers, not just the nitty gritty stuff, not just the things that you can listen to any podcast and find out, but specifically stuff for dentists and specifically the things that are close to my heart as well, which is not just investing, but also how anyone can generate freedom via creating more money too and understanding the methods that you can use as a dentist to do that. And that's that's the stuff that really, when I talk about those sorts of things, it really speaks. It, it, I, it, I really speak from the heart when I say that stuff because when I was in that job, I just felt like there was no way out really. I felt like I had to do more hours to get more money. And that's just not the case. It's such an illusion. There's things that you can invest in to enhance your skills and abilities so that you can actually earn more money and do less time in the office and less time in work and actually serve the patient to a higher standard as well. There's so many things that I learned through this process, even through running Dentistry Invest myself, that were mind-altering and made me see things in a different way. And that's why when I talk about this stuff, it comes straight from the heart, really. And in this podcast, I always knew this is going to be a bit of a heartfelt one because when I talk about this stuff, this is these are the things that literally give me energy every day to run the platform. You know, there's a really great saying that I read not 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 so long ago it was about three four months ago and it was in a book is russell brunson's traffic secrets and it's less a saying and more of a passage in the book that stuck out to me and it goes a little bit like this most entrepreneurs most people who create platforms or create organizations an entrepreneur doesn't have to be someone who makes a business an entrepreneur is somebody who has that fire in their belly to go out and create some sort of community or organization or try to change the world, try to improve the world. That's what an entrepreneur actually is. So entrepreneurs, most entrepreneurs, the reason why they have the energy that they do is because once upon a time they were in emotional pain, they were in a real tough spot and they found a way to get out of that. And then they fell so in love with that method that anybody else in that, in a similar situation or in a situation or profession that's the same as them, they feel so compelled to help that person so badly that it gives them this inhuman amount of energy to go out into the world and spread that message and find those people and help them. And that's what means that they can work eight days a week and 25 hours a day because it's this that emotional, that they still have that, that push and drive 
that that emotional pain gave them and they constantly constantly feel that every single day and they totally empathize with other people who they believe are similar and they can't they physically can't sit still unless they know that they're making a difference to other people who are in a position that are similar to themselves and that just really stuck with me and i was like holy crap that just absolutely nails it i thought it was just me i thought that i was the only person who felt like that however it's it's common it's it's the mindset it's those things that we can go through in life that we can never quite prepare prepare ourselves for that are not necessarily great at the time but they are things that can serve us massively they're things that we can use to serve others because it gives us that drive that push like nothing else can and that was just amazing and i thought wow you know anything that's ever happened anything that ever ever happens in anybody's life that's negative or can be perceived as negative can also be perceived as a blessing from that from that perspective and we can use it to serve us we can use it to push us and drive us it's actually a choice to a degree and we might as well at least let there be some positive that comes out of it because if we don't then it'll always be something that keeps us back from achieving our full potential and i just thought that was beautiful it really stuck with me really 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 stuck with me so anyway that happened started dentistry invest went back to dentistry for a while i was running the two in tandem for about six months and then it became clear to me that my health was suffering big time and it was really one or the other and you know i thought to myself well really with dentistry invest not not everyone gets an opportunity to create a platform like that to run a platform like that and you know in a way when the universe gives you an opportunity like that you have to grab it with two hands you have to make the most of it you have to go and do something and it it was it was clear really that my heart was there I, first and foremost the side gig had became the main gig and the main gig as in dentistry had became the side gig and i think that it was i think that it was really the best shot at that time to leave dentistry and go ahead and pursue that uh, go ahead and pursue dentistry invest and that's what happened about a year and three three months ago i'm just doing the math really quickly in my head it was july time last year a year and three months ago since i took the leap and i haven't actually really officially announced that on dentistry invest just yet but i suppose this is this is the announcement it's 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 been that way for a while now it's not really been a secret it's been the worst kept secret if anybody listens to the podcast there's a few times where people have mentioned it um i suppose this is me saying saying it declaring it now on this podcast i I feel that like i say this is always going to be a bit of an emotive one when i got to episode 100 just really reflective made me look back so many podcasts and so many so many bits of content for the group and I hope people can really see that lots of it, it does, it does come from the heart for me. And it's because of all the things that I just said, really. And I just want everybody to feel this good and feel this passionate about something in life and have a, have a vehicle in which they can share it. Cause that's how I feel. And it's really pinch yourself stuff. It's really, really, really awesome. And I feel really lucky. 
And the best bit is I really do feel like it's just getting started. I really do think that we're on episode 100 and the next thing we know, it'll be episode 1000. You know, that's how I feel. If the first, if the next 100 goes as quickly as the first 100 and so on and so forth, we will be. Yeah. And that's what I'm looking forward to. You know, I really see the scope for this group as huge. When you create something like this, you have to create it from a place of altruism. You have to genuinely want to help the people in the community. People will feel that. People will sense that. Not only not only that, but it's also the most fun way to do it. It also means that you get the most happiness from it and the most fulfillment. It means that you can feel like you're making a real difference every single day. And seriously, if anybody's out there who's listening, who wants to create Anybody who's out there who's listening, who wants to create some sort of side gig or has something inside them, a message that they want to share with the world, you've got to do it. You really got to do it. Yeah. And even if you have five followers or 50,000 followers, still, those are some people that you're helping. You'll be able to help those people like no one else will. There's another thing that I heard the other day, not so long ago, that the person that you're best equipped to help is... A, the a, a previous version of yourself three to four years ago because you literally walked in those shoes and came through those problems you're literally the person who came through those problems and you know what there'll be people out there who are quite literally you three to four years ago and if you can get them to that place where they're happy to, where they've overcome whatever barriers is in front of them they might be really suffering they might be in a really dark place and if anything it's your duty it's not your, it's not an option it's your flipping duty to go out there and do that and be that for those people. And the thing about it is, unless you have unless you have something that allows you to put yourself out there, you might be the greatest person, you might be the greatest mentor or individual who can help those per- those people that no one will ever flip and know about. And that is rocket fuel to put yourself out there when you realize that actually it's not about you, it's about the other people that you can help, that you have enough information inside your head to help. And I believe that's true of anybody. I believe that not everybody can necessarily see it unless they have someone else pointed out to them. I believe that some people need some encouragement and help to actually go ahead and be the individual who puts himself on a platform to be able to share their message with the world. Those are the things that I believe. The one thing that I do not believe for even one second is that Anybody anywhere does not have enough information inside their head to help someone else. That's just not true. We just have yet to meet the person that we that we can help, right? And that is the most compelling thing of all time to go ahead and create something. And that's what an entrepreneur is. And that's what having something like this is. And again, that's why I feel super, super blessed to be a part of this, that that anybody, even one person, listens to the podcast and listens to my voice. Every day is just an unbelievable thing and something to be grateful for. I will always do this. I will always run this platform. I love it. It's really fun for me. There's so many amazing things that come about because of it. I hope that everybody continues to get value from it. I hope that everybody continues to use the information on there to empower themselves and understand that really being able to do whatever you want in life and have more freedom is an option, is a door that's open to you, is something that you can do. 
and that information's there. It's on flipping Dent Soon Fest. You can find it. And I just hope that there's no one out there who is in a really flipping tight spot like me and feels like they have to go through that on their own because they don't. You really don't. It's just a question of knowing the right things, understanding understanding your your understanding and having the right knowledge to be able to get yourself out of that scenario because I'd never be there if I knew even one-tenth of what I knew now. I'd never be there because you can always be your own person at that point. Best things I've learned along the way, if you can be someone who gets yourself out there and speaks on camera and develops your ability to speak, it is the most liberating, empowering thing that you can ever put yourself through. It feels amazing. Whatever thought that's inside your head, if you can articulate it clearly enough and in, in enough of an inspiring way, you'll you'll be able to help so many people. And also, you'll always have some sort of means to be able to, I, I fully believe that if you're good enough at public speaking, you'll always be able to generate some sort of remuneration for yourself. And what that will mean is, is that you can create your own life. You can, you can have a lot more freedom because you don't have to feel like you're stuck in a nine to five. And maybe not everybody who listened to this feels that way. I'm sure lots of people have their own praxis or maybe their own side business and what have you. And even if that is you, I still feel that if you develop and enhance that ability, you can leverage that even further. Still, you can grow your business faster. You can be even more successful in your side gig. If you're willing to put yourself out there on camera, remember if you expand your comfort zone to that level, public speaking is the ultimate thing on the periphery at the very extreme of somebody's comfort zone. And if you can go there, then all of a sudden everything that now becomes is 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 even less of a even le- it takes even less energy to do that like let's say let, let's say you push yourself to your very extreme to your comfort zone and you can do public speaking then everything else everything else becomes easy compared to that because that's one of the toughest things that you can do at least from the point of view of self development at least from the point of view of putting yourself out there it's something that used to scare the heck out of me now i actually like it and i never thought those words would leave my mouth it's purely a psychological barrier and just like any psychological barrier we can bust through it it's not a physical barrier physical barriers will be things that can sometimes be impossible like if you want to go outside your house and push a push a mountain to one side you're not you're only one person now maybe with time you can somehow find out some sort of method or mechanism to do that. But physically there and then on that day, you won't be able to. Whereas psychologically, psychological barriers, you can go out and you can overcome them straight away. It's really difficult. But ultimately, if anybody was put on a stage, they could at least utter some words. There'd be some talking. And there we go. That's the start. I would encourage anybody to do that. I feel like the easiest mechanism to be able to become comfortable with talking is to be able to is, is to create your own content because what that means is that you become physically better at stitching words together and talking and communicating and you can take that outside of your content and into your communication on a day-to-day basis and public speaking that is 100% one of the most liberating things that anybody can do I really feel strongly about that I really wish I could have had words with a younger version of myself to tell myself that I feel as well that it, you have to be authentic if you can go out there be authentic and people can see that you really want to help. People can sense that. It's like a sixth sense. I, I really do believe that you can have everything you want and more in this world if you help enough people get to where they want to be. Whatever you 
whatever level you want to be remunerated to is simply a case of how big the problems are that you solve for other people. So the bigger the problems you solve, the better you're remunerated. If, if that's something that you want to do, then we have to invest in ourselves so that we can become that person who can solve bigger problems. That's the barrier. That's all we got to do. Easier said than done. The thing about investing is investing is great. Investing is what you do with your money once you already have it. It's definitely something that everyone should do. It's more of a slow burn. It's more what we do with our money once we already have it. I suppose what I'm talking about is the things that can actually make you, that will actually make you be able to generate more as well and do it in an ethical way. These are all doors that are open. These are all possible. I now, since I started this group two years ago, I think in a totally different way. And that's not least in part to some of the great mentors that I've had along the way and some of the great people that have helped me. I'm, I'm definitely a completely different human being to who I was two years ago for the better, for the positive. I, 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 I honestly, like I say, feel really blessed that I'm able to do this. I'm able to have this platform and do all of these things. And I really, really, really think that it's something in everybody else's grasp. It's just something that one has to work at consistently and do these tough things psychologically, like put yourself out there and I promise doors will open for you. I promise, I promise, I promise. Yeah. And what an amazing way to go through life. The number of connections and friends you'll make as well. Oh my goodness. It's just completely mind blowing and a hugely positive thing on your life. You know, my greatest goal in life is to have the most people I possibly can visit my funeral and say positive things about me. That's when, when it comes to money, when it comes to anything else, the only purpose of money is, is that you can use it to leverage your ideas, is that you can use it to basically expand your impact on the world. If you have wealth, it becomes easier to do that. That's all it is. If you want to make impact, positive impact, it's helpful to have some wealth. I'm not saying you have to, I'm just saying that it is helpful to, and that is that is the real purpose of accruing money. Um, it's definitely something that should be done. That It's totally possible to do it while also helping other people. Instead of playing zero-sum games where there has to be a winner and a loser, and the winner wins in direct proportion to how much the loser loses by, that's just not how the world works. We can both win. Both people can win simultaneously. The person who is being remunerated will teach the other individuals so much that whatever they invested in that original person looks like a total no-brainer because the information that they now have has meant that they're that much more proficient and efficient at their job and able to achieve their goals and dreams at a much greater rate then hasn't everybody won in that scenario isn't that the best mindset and that's totally possible and anybody who ever elevates themselves can do so while elevating others as well that is something that is a lot more possible in the era of the internet now that we have content and information and knowledge products. And I really do think the internet is underrated even to this very flipping day. Those are some of the greatest lessons that I learned along the way. I hope that within those, there were some gems for everybody who's listening. And even if, even if only one of them hit, that's still one more useful piece of information that people can take and employ in their daily lives. And those would probably be a neat little summary of the best things that I realized throughout, throughout the course of the, the journey. Um, 
also as well as that when my story as well i hope that everybody can see that you know that that the parts that weren't so easy were also the parts that really grew me as a person if anybody who's listening to this looks back and reflects upon the moments in their life which were similar um i hope that they can now see how those those can actually help them going forwards if we view them through that vantage point or at least at least even if it really was a most terrible thing in the whole wide world i hope that there's something in there that somebody can use to as i say make that situation serve them rather than hold them back and it's all about perspective really isn't it so just finally in this podcast episode this solo podcast episode you know there's no script to this whatsoever i just came on here and i've been speaking now for about 30 minutes i suppose and all of these things were just whatever came into my head really i knew that there would be a loose system to it i knew that there would be a loose structure to it in that i want to talk about my story and then also talk about some of the best things that i learned along the way the final thing that i'd like to talk about today is some of the exciting stuff that i have planned on the horizon for dentistry invest interestingly in the new year i am creating a course at the minute with an individual who is an ifa formerly an ifa but he has now left being an ifa to become a financial coach we're creating a course together which basically compiles all of our cumulative knowledge on investing together in one program the, the this individual this chap he is probably the only person who's read more books on me than finance i'm obviously flipping blown away by this guy and what we've done is we've taken like i say our cumulative knowledge the best bits of all the books that we both read i think he's read over 100 and i'm on about 50 or so the best of the best all those gems throwing them together in a course so we've done all the reading so you guys don't have to that's going to be coming out in the new year dentistry invest academy that would be super cool we have that we have big plans for that and we 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 know that that will be completely unique and unbelievably useful to anybody who listens the point of that program is to quite literally remove the need uh, or remove the potential need shall we say because uh, we'll always leave it open to the individual whether or not they want to pursue this or not but we we, we will remove the potential need to have an fa um at all which is definitely something i'm interested in or definitely something i'm i'm excited about is what i meant to say uh definitely something that will shake up dentistry and shake up the finance world super cool completely unique and i've no idea why something like that doesn't exist already off the back of that the plan is to create other services on dentistry invest to really make it into a fully fledged fully fledged community fully fledged financial services company that is the plan eventually at some stage of course these are all these are all exciting possibilities there's nothing nothing concrete on them at this stage this is just where we believe that it will it will go the courses in the background the course is something that we're creating i can i i i fully believe that that will be something that will help so many people that are out there and quite literally change their perspective and mindset on finance and be able to allow them to create their own financial plan 
So like I say, not something that exists as yet. Also, that is interesting. That is that is the main thing that I'm looking forward to in Dentsu Invest. Aside from that, it's just continuously creating content, building the community, spreading the word with more dentists, spreading the word within the UK, and also probably taking a look outside the UK now uh, to see where it can go internationally. And I think the sky's the limit, really. And it just really shows you that you know, if really for a community, and I, I never intentionally did this, but if you can, if you niche down and you find the right niche and you really connect, it's probably where the power is. Number one, because you'll be able to help those people so much more. And number two, because it's so much more relevant to those people and interesting because it's probably something that's not already out there or serviced. So for me, that was a massive revelation. Um, I really do believe that creating some sort of entrepreneurial thing online is definitely a formula i can i can see how the, those steps transpired in hindsight in the rearview mirror mirror but i never really saw them at the time i never really knew what i was doing it just so happened that certain things worked but for anybody's out there who wants to do anything like that i would just take comfort in that fact that it is a step-by-step process and that that path has been tread treaded by other people and i don't know if tread is a word or not there's already been tread let's say that it's been already has already been tread by other people and if you reach out and you talk to those people they'll be the ones that can help you given that that information is not really recorded anywhere else at least in my experience so those are the things i'm excited for in dentistry invest obviously i have total finance the live course which is simmering along nicely it's really 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 exciting to be able to show people firsthand how they can quite literally make more money on a day-to-day basis. Not from the point of view that we can just have loads of cash, but only from the point of view that it's more liberating to do so and it can generate more freedom. And also as well as that, it can mean that we can work less as well. Whatever the heck we want to do, just remember that we don't know what we don't know. There's always about 10 levels of consciousness and dimensions outside of each and every one of our own heads and i'm learning loads of stuff as i go along i share this stuff just as soon as i learn it on dentistry invest this is a joint journey between myself and everyone else i'm having a ton of fun i love so much that even flipping four or five people actually listen to the podcast and enjoy the group even that level of activity and involvement from some followers is enough you know, to keep me happy. Anything, and the fact that it's beyond that is just mind-boggling to me. I, I want everybody to feel like they're welcome on that community. They can ask any question, even if they feel like it's really simple. That is the point. That is why it's different, I believe, and I intentionally curate it to be that way. I have had a lot of fun shooting this podcast, like I say, little bit of a heartfelt one, one and done, one take, just got up here, just got the microphone, just sat down and just thought, let me just record this and just see what comes out. And like I say, this is, that, that is me retelling the, 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 actually what happened to start the platform. The best things that I learned, if I could put a hand on the shoulder of a younger version of myself, those would be the things that I would share with him those would be the things that i know would help that 
previous version of me three to four years ago. I hope that some people in that audience feel like they got some useful gems and insight from me doing that today. And then finally, the stuff for the future. I'm super excited. And the main thing is to keep the ethos that anybody who lifts and ascends a mountain must also lift others as they climb as well, because it's the best way. Because you know what? When we do that, when we do that collectively, what it means is that if you take a stumble or you take a trip or anything like that, there's always going to be some hands behind you to support you as long as you always remember that it's a positive sum game and that we can all win together when we just have the simple ethos that we want to help each other out and do better in this world. And I'm going to sign off on that today. 40 minutes, 50 minutes, I think this is coming up to you, actually. I really hope that everybody managed to make it through to the end of this podcast. And you know what? This is the end of this podcast, but it really is just the start of Dentists Who Invest. I hope everybody has a flipping unbelievable day wherever you are in this world, whenever you're listening to this podcast. And this is James signing out from episode 100. I shall see everybody on episode 101. See you all later. Bye-bye. If you enjoyed this podcast, please hit follow or subscribe so you can stay up to date with information on new podcasts which are released weekly. Please also feel free to leave a positive review so others can learn about this podcast and benefit from it. I would also encourage any fans of the podcast to sign up to the free Facebook community from which the podcast originated. Please search Dentists Who Invest on Facebook and hit join to become part of a community of thousands of other dentists interested in improving their finances, well-being and investing knowledge. Looking forward to seeing you on there.